Welcome back. You are listening to the 123 show this afternoon with me, Karen Co. It is now 136. I'm really good at reading the, reading those digital numbers and it is a stormy typhoon afternoon, but we have um, our intrepid whiskey expert who has braved the winds and the little bit of rain um, to come in and talk to us today. So I'm really thrilled to welcome to the studio John Rhodes. John, welcome back. Hi, Karen. Nice to see you. Yeah. And nice to meet you for the first time. Yeah, I know. We've <laughs> actually never met in person. And I'm so thrilled that you wanted to come into the studio physically and you made it here on this day. <laughs> What's it like out there? I fought my way through a very minimal typhoon eight. I know. I'm, I'm calling it the dry phone because it's really not It's not that bad, is it, today? <sighs> no, it's, it's just somebody covering uh, their necks somewhere. Yes, their necks. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a good that's, point. That's a, I have to be, I've been told I've been on air, so I have to be careful how I say it. Right. Okay. So covering their necks is <laughs> yeah. appropriate. Thank yeah. you very much. So you, as we know, are our resident whiskey expert. But today we're not talking about whiskey, right? We're talking about cognac. We're talking about cognacs because everyone knows what that is or they've heard of it. Okay. Um, but basically, it's just a brandy. Uh, okay. And that's, that's really where it comes from. So, um, you know, it's, it's a specific region in France, along with Armagnac, which is on the other side of a river, essentially speaking, uh, down in the southwest of France. Okay. So I just want to tell listeners that we are on Facebook Live as well. So if you go to my Facebook page, Karen, at, Karen on Radio 3, and uh, take a look there, you can see as well as hear John. So I'm just going to lift up my camera a little bit because it's a little bit low because John is so tall. So here Hi. we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's all right. This can be weird because I'm you know, like peering at the camera. Right? Yeah, <laughs> well, just look at me. Okay. Now I can see you better. All right. So for those who don't know, what exactly is cognac? Right. Yeah. That's it. Cognac is a, is a very special. Sp- specific region of France. It's a bit like uh, Champagne, where they produce fizzy wine, but because it's in the Champagne region, they get to call it Champagne. Okay. Uh, and it's protected as that as a name you know, worldwide. So you can only call it Cognac if it comes from Cognac. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, but essentially, it's brandy. So if you really want to come down to the nuts and bolts, it's just uh, it's grapes and water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to take it back to its essence. Um, you know, it's much like whiskey is just basically grass and water uh you know so you know barley is just a form of grass um but it's it's essentially that's what it is uh and it's you know you could say that whiskey is um a distilled beer effectively speaking whereas brandy is a distilled wine Mm. Um, so and it's a distilled white wine, right? A specific it's a kind distilled of white, white wine. wine. Um, yeah, and apparently, as as they say, uh, white wines that are very acidic are much better for making brandy. Oh, so the wine you probably wouldn't want to drink, the kind of wine. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, I'm not sure how this all came about, but it's it's to do with the interaction of how this stuff is. Uh, you know how it's how it distills, how it ferments, how it's everything like that. So. Um, yes, a, a, a kind of a, a very acidic wine makes tends to seem to make better brandies, mm. um, and that's that's. And they have there's there's one particular kind. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's because it's French, and I, I I love poking French <laughs> people with a stick every so often. But it's, apparently, it's Ugni or Uni, um, and it's it's just the ubiquitous kind of grape variety that's used, uh, but along with some other ones as well. Mm, okay, so. so all all I know about cognac is uh, having some 
I, I won't say childhood. I'd, I'll say older teenage memories of going to functions uh, like Chinese community functions with my dad and a middle-aged Chinese men sitting around with these bottles of cognac and my father giving me some in a glass and I sniffed it and I thought my eyes were going to like like burn. <laughs> right, okay. Well, we've, we've got some here for you to sniff and hopefully that's not going to happen again. Um, I mean, mostly brandies are bottled at about 40%. That's, that's it's similar to like the main mass market produce whiskies or, or any other spirits. They're around about 40, maybe 43%. Mm. Um, but uh, in, in terms of like uh, what you're Experiencing where was this? Where was this it? This is way? back in Sydney in the nineteen seventies, eighties. 70s, Okay, right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's amazing how brandy or cognac was is such a big history in China for yes. since around about the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, why why that is that? Time. Tell us about that. Oh, that is is to do. I mean, it's just a palate, and everyone was looking for new worlds, new markets, everything like that. Um, and it, it was it, it just made its way over. Um, there's certainly a connection to people, let's say, like uh, one of the well-known brands is, is Martel, obviously. Right. Um, and they actually had, I think, the descendants of Jean Martel. Um, he, uh, he was a smuggler uh, from, uh, he was based in Jersey in one of the Channel Islands there. Um, uh, but his, his history was, a, uh, how do you say, facilitation of spirits to England and beyond uh, in not necessarily uh, official channels. Uh, that, that was, that was right, one of his starts. Okay. But it, then his, uh, he, he got into uh, properly sort of branding his name, let's say, when he married, I think it was one of the, the cognac trader families um, uh, somewhere around about the well, I suppose 17, late 1700s or so. Interesting. Um, so he's, uh, but his descendants set up businesses in Hong Kong and Canton at some point, um, somewhere in the, maybe around about 1800s or so, something like this. Um, so yeah, there's there's a little bit of a uh, connection there. Whereas the connection that's not there is Hennessy, because we've of course got Hennessy Road. Oh, that is and true, Hennessy yeah. And Hennessy is another big name from the same time, uh, around that back, you know, back and then. And Hennessy's probably one of the best known brands right now. It is. Um, they have, uh, yeah, they, they're, they became very dominant um, in in what they do. Um, however, the original Hennessy that the name of the street is, or the road, uh, is, is from a guy who's just not connected. But he is from Ireland. And the original Hennessy uh, also was from Ireland. Um, his family came from Ireland. Oh. So, you know, I'm so the to original, say, neither of like, them are French. Uh, just pointing this out. Right. So, <laughs> so the original like Hennessy family, of which there are something like eight generations, it came yeah. from Ireland. Yes, oh. uh, the the guy was a soldier in in the French army, um, and uh, this is why he ended up in France. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of soldiering going on. Essentially, I suppose you'd call them mercenaries now, but um, yeah, uh, mm. there's a lot of uh, moving around in Europe mm. at the time. I just want to say thank you to our um, Facebook watch, Facebook live watchers for telling me there was no sound. I fixed it now. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. So thank you, to, thank you to those people watching on Facebook live for telling me that. Oh, how um, far back did we go for that? So. <laughs> no, it was it was a few minutes ago, so we're okay. Uh, okay. So so John, you know what we kind of know about cognac is there are different. Um, I don't know what you call them: grades, V S V S O P X O. Yeah, what what yeah. is all that about? Uh, VS, I, I suppose it's like a, a similar way of like aging uh, uh, or putting an age to a particular product. Now, the thing with cognacs, Armagnacs as well, um, a lot, of, especially the big companies, essentially they're blended. Uh, so you've got all these suppliers, and actually some of them are quite small, some are quite big, 
but uh, they get all these different supplies of, of uh, uh, let's say, the spirit or the grape. Mm. Um, and these guys have been producing for generations for the same cognac house, let's say. So let's just use cognac as the example for the time being. Um, so VS means it's, it's two years. Uh, it's Essentially, it's a blend, but the youngest in there is two years old. Okay. VSOP, so VS, very special. And then VSOP is very special, old pale. Um, and that's about four years, and then you get the next one up, which I think is XO. Uh, that's now recently been changed. It was around about six or eight years. It's now gone up to about ten years, I think, okay. for like the minimum age of product in there. Right. So, so the, that means the minimum age of one of the of one or all of the the. It's the minimum in the, age in the of. Uh, well, let's say it's the youngest one in there is okay. that age. Is that 10 years uh, age in the barrel before yeah, it's bottled? Yeah, okay. and then they blend it. Uh, so it's the youngest in that blend is 10 years or above. Uh, and they'll put in, even into the VS ranges, sometimes they'll put in a 10, 20-year-old barrel just to give it a bit of depth mm. uh, into that particular blend. Uh, so and that's what they do. It's is, a, bit, has, a bit like whiskey. Has cognac always been seen as a kind of luxury uh, drink? Yes, it has. I mean, cognac, I mean, like history is my well, one of my favorite things. So in terms of how it, it started out, I mean, it was just similar to whiskey. It was, it was just a spirit. Mm. Um, it actually was one of the, let's say, it was a precursor in the triangle trade. Um, and I mentioned this last time on the, on the rum show, um, where it was part of that trade where slaves went from Africa to uh, essentially to USA. Um, and then... Uh, products went from USA to, to Europe and then from Europe back down to Africa. Um, and it was rum that was produced uh, generally. But before rum, it was uh, brandies. Um, mm -hmm. And that was, uh, it, you know, that was part of the origins of it. Um, but rum replaced it. Um, but another little sort of, let's say, historical fact, uh, when the, the Spanish were having a bit of a disagreement with the English, um, they had this little battle called Trafalgar. Yes. And so Nelson was killed in that, of course. But they stuck his body into a barrel of brandy to preserve it and really? take it back to London for the proper state funeral. Wow. Um, and then the myth came out of that where you had this idea that um, officers or whoever were helping themselves to brandy from that barrel. Ew. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. pretty, I mean, I couldn't think of anything worse. But the barrel, actually, the, the, the level of the liquid inside the barrel did go down, but that's because the body was absorbing it, not because people were drinking uh, okay. it. But I think that's where the myth came from. <laughs> Um, so it wasn't rum. Is there, <laughs> there, is there a brandy, brandy called Nelson's? <laughs> I, I'm sure that someone's put it in there, but it can't be nice tasting. <laughs> it's like taste notes of corpse. Or <laughs> yeah, like yeah, certainly dark liquid that's oozing out of the thing. But yeah, that be something along those lines. So, so, John, as usual, because you're fun, you have brought along some samples we've and got samples if right. we had if only we had smellorama on oh, facebook no. live right um well i'm allowed to drink but know, you can I'm, nose I'm, it and then and i'm I've working been, yeah no well so am i but, <laughs> but this is my work this is um work. yeah what we've got here is right this we've got actually four armagnacs okay and one thing about armagnac it's they have vintages uh whereas cognacs tend not to so cognacs are, again, they're blends. Even if they're really old, uh, they, they tended to be just blended. So you don't get that vintage uh, on the bottles. And that's one of the things where I think they've, they've missed a trick because this is where whiskey mm. picks up and you've got various ages. Anything from like five years old upwards. And the whiskey industry, at least in Scotland, they're not bothered about showing the age. If the whiskey's good, it's a function of the barrel and how it's been produced and, okay. and so on. Um, and Armagnacs, I think what I've been a uh, little bit of, sort of talking to the to suppliers, 
they do very well in very long-term aging, hmm. uh, whereas uh, they don't get a chance to. So Armagnac actually have a bad reputation. Um, and again, it's a partly historical thing. Cognac had uh, river transport, uh, that region, and they had canals and so on, and they, they just had that kind of network, whereas Armagnac never had. So if you go to Armagnac now, it's just lots of little roads. It's actually a pain to so get it's quite to. isolated it's quite it's isolated so this is another reason historically why it's never been so famous interesting cognac was easier to get out of the country it was easier to ship so just the logistics so made it's it part of the yeah, logistics you know, so that's part of it so what we're going to go into here is uh, we'll, we'll start with the vs right so okay. this is this is an omaniac uh, very this is the special VS. so very special um but i mean you know how special is it? it's only two years old sorry i almost forgot to pour you some <laughs> so yeah just just have a little all sniff right of that. so i have a sniff of this now, now, this is where I'm allowed to take this thing off for a little yes, bit. Yes, so John is allowed to unmask for um, an actual taste. So that's it's quite light. It's quite light, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, and it, it's, hopefully it's not the same as what you had as your memory. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> Something I mean, that made your eyes no, stream and you It's definitely like quite light. It's quite fragrant. It's quite yeah, um, it, sparkling. Yes, it's aromatic. Right? It's quite, when I say aromatic, like light aromatics. So now we'll go to the VSOP. Now, the subtleties are there in terms of the differences. They're not huge differences. Okay, uh, so let's we'll try, try this that. one. All right, so... This, this is AVSOP. This is just mm. from one of the brands um, that we have. This also seems very light. That is. Uh, and Oh, sorry, that's the XO. Oh, sorry, this is the sorry, XO. Sorry. The, the okay. first one we just had was the VS. That's the XO. Um, and now we're going to contrast that to a Cognac XO from right, okay. my favorite one, or uh, at least favorite character, which is good old Jean Martel, the smuggler. Uh, that really does speak to me. I like that. The fact that he's he was he's a also smuggler. yeah, he's also English technically. So, you know. Wow! So all the, so <laughs> it's really interesting how all this are uh, the the Irish and the English, and it's not really the French <laughs> started. No, no. I mean, I, I I wish we could put this into this a, one is a very nice. That's very different, this, right? This is almost like something you could almost use as a perfume. Oh. Like a perfume note, not not. I mean, not floral, but yeah, you say it's a heavier perfume. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, that's that's basically very dried raisins or prunes and plums, mm. yeah, especially prunes. And I, I don't, that. I don't smell. I don't have any acidic molecules coming up my nose. No, no, uh, very, they're very they're smooth. much more refined than whatever mm. it was that you had. <laughs> yeah, which I um, and hate there's, been, to there's some pretty rough stuff out there. There's no question about it. Um, but there's some great brandies from Spain. Uh, you know, predominantly from the Hereth region where they make uh, sherries um, and also South Africa because uh, the, the, the name brandy comes from brandy wine which right. is a Dutch word for burnt wine oh, you know, and that's, burnt that's literally wine, what it means it means okay. burnt wine so mm. this is where the English adapted it and called it brandy hmm. um, the Dutch wanted that instead of you know, they wanted that kind of stuff instead of uh, wines for their sailors and this stuff it it just sits in a cask on a boat much better than wine. It, it you know, yes. you don't have to have like wine, which is still breathing and still doing its thing. So it's a bit more hardy. Um, yes, it's, it's easier to transport. Yeah. Uh, it's much more stable. Um, uh, so this is where the, the you know the, the word wine comes from. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, we we yeah. have a, we have someone on our oh, Facebook right, live who made a comment. He's he's he. You have to maybe have a tasting with him. He said brandy isn't nice. So maybe he hasn't had good bread. Let's chug one, chug one. You need to, to um, have a tasting with John and 
I'm sure he can find you a nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll find you something. We'll, we'll definitely find you something. Brandy is uh, it's just different from whiskies. I've had whiskies that taste like brandy, and I've had brandies that taste almost like whiskies. I've been so tempted to do a tasting where you have got five. You yeah. start with brandy, or you finish, start with whiskey, and you end up with brandy, and you just remind and just do it blind. Um, and right. there's a transition phase between sort of let's say number three to four that you start to sort of think, oh, this is a bit different. Um, but yeah. Andrew Dembina, who's coming on later, has a question for you. John, do you enjoy any particular food item with brandy? Be, you know, because we're talking about how in Hong Kong, uh, in Asia, it's always served at a banquet, you know, yeah, some special yeah. occasion. Um, uh, yeah, no, those are my horror memories of, of banquets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was here in the late, early 90s, and it was just nothing but uh, cognacs. So was, Andrew yeah. says, um, <laughs> one top... Kowloon Hotel in the 1990s served variations of a certain popular French bottle with some of its best Cantonese dishes. To my palate, most food was then rendered pretty flavorless. <laughs> um, so does it go with any particular food? Or is it really it like a... It can do. Yes, it can do. Uh, it's, it's, I think things have changed a little bit. But you st one of the things that is one of my major irritations um, is, uh, is, is the big brandy companies whoever they are mm. let's say major, major, you know most of them are from france right uh this is what everyone knows they are so old-fashioned um and they're they're a little bit sort of too conservative in my mind mm -hmm. um oh by the way this is 1969 younger than me the one mm. next one might not be this is yeah. this is nice that's 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 <laughs> That's an aged Armagnac. Yeah, it's, you know. again, it smells very aromatic and smooth. And This one is. Uh, it's, it's a, a bit little, different. This one's a little bit grapey, though, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's supposed to. It, it is made of grapes, so that would make sense. Well, yeah, but you do get the influence of the barrel. Um, mm. But going back to Andy's thought, it's like, well, yeah, if you have like some of the, if you get a really decent cognac or a different brandy or armagnac or wherever it comes from um and by the way if you can find some stuff from south africa there's some really good drinking brandies from south africa really? but they don't tend to make their way over here very much okay. um yeah we have another question oh, right. this is a very good question from colin any medicinal benefits of cognac um mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it's a wellness thing makes me feel better isn't it a, is that <laughs> do the french view it as a uh, digestive, like a, you're supposed to drink it after Yeah, it's dinner. meant to be after. Everyone thinks of brandy and cigars after a meal. Yeah. Um, actually, you get there's so many different types of styles of, of what you can get as brandies. Mm. Um, and you get the lighter ones, which are an aperitif, so you can have that at the beginning. Um, and um, it's not just a brandy and cigars thing. Uh, mm -hmm. this, this is a thing that just, I suppose, you think of Churchill, uh, you know, with the cigar. And it's, exactly. I think he was a brandy drinker and, and a whiskey drinker. But um, it was just that sort of thing that people have. It's this very old-fashioned image, which comes to what you mentioned earlier on about yes. the not-so-old-fashioned image. Yeah, so, you know, when I was researching this, I was thinking about, oh, yeah, I just remember my dad and his his you know friends middle-aged chinese men you know at their big banquets you know with these big bottles of exo and then you know i remembered actually the hip-hop community um really got into brandy starting yeah. around 2002 and i messaged you this morning it started with buster rhymes and his song <laughs> pass the Courvoisier," which we cannot play on the radio because it's full of expletives <laughs> um but there's many many songs and 
it seems like the brandy of choice for most rappers is Hennessy. So there's tons of songs that reference, you know, Henny in my hand, Hennessy and I. And yeah. that really brought brandy to, I guess, the rap community and the fo- all their followers. Well, basically, I, I don't, you know, I'm not talking about particular brands, but um, it. I think it was they needed to find a younger market Mm. Um, and whiskey was starting to it started to gain traction sort of in the late 2000s Um, but uh, brand new was in in the doldrums and I think they were looking for a new market and suddenly this came along Um, and I can't think of a bigger clash of culture than that it's amazing and when you see a guy who's like a fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth generation guy with a rapper yeah. <laughs> got a, he's got some sort of a sheet he's just like that's just weird but they're willing to learn and the rappers do not come from or generally speaking the perception is that they've not come from very good uh, backgrounds or whatever so they're willing to become a little bit more wanting to become more sophisticated they want to see it that way um, there's a little bit of that but genuinely I think some of them they really do want to learn about the product itself right. it's not just uh, it's also a status symbol yes. as part of that as well. There, but that's the same with sort of anything. There are like some brands who collaborate with rappers now. And I, I mm. read this article uh, last year, Maurice Hennessy was here in Hong Kong and mm. he was asked the question, you know, hmm. um, what do you think about rappers and hip hop artists uh, like Tupac, Snoop Dogg and Drake mentioning Hennessy? And he said, I think it was kind of cute. He said, the word Hennessy goes well in a song. Some people say to me, how can you even talk to these rap artists? But he says he's met quite a few of them and they're nice people. So Yeah, individually they are. They have their own persona. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah. Try that I'll last try, one. Okay, that's, I'll smell that's this That's a 1964. Uh, so that's, finally I found something that's even older than me. Oh, it's older um, than me too. Mm, <laughs> and that's very different, right? Yes, very. Uh, it's, it's even a different colour. I mean, you can see the colour between... It's much I don't lighter. Know, if, if these guys are in there. Yeah, see, if you see the colour there and you compare that to that one. So that's a 1969. Yeah. So it comes, comes down to partly the year, partly the barrel, things like that. Um, okay, how are we doing? Tom, we've got uh, three minutes. There's another question here um, from Tim. Can you give us a rough price gauge? Now, I don't know for what exactly, but maybe a recommendation and... Oh, you know, in terms of like... How I guess how much does how much do you need to spend yeah, to get a decent much, drink exactly? Um, if you're looking like sort of drink a day brandies or, or, or let's say cognac or maniac, uh, honestly in Hong Kong it's a toughie I, I would say because it's so dominated by just a few brands. Mm. Um, this is this is a tough one. I mean the ones I had I really really liked were the South African ones and, and they were hand carried by a friend of mine uh, from South Africa to here. So, I mean, he put about three in his suitcase and uh, and they were great. Um, and I know that's not much help, I'm afraid, sorry. Um, <laughs> I would say if you're looking for something that's just a straightforward drink a day, it's around about five, 600 bucks. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna mention any brands, I, I just tend not to, uh, but maybe have mm. a look around. Right. Um, it's It's that price range, but you can get something really, really good. Um, for you know easily maybe a thousand or so okay uh, but it depends because i i have my own whiskey shop i, I have a very different maybe level. we should come to you <laughs> <laughs> well we don't we, yeah. unfortunately we don't really sell any we have to one the- or two very sort of like special mm. ones and they're like you know they're, they're, they're like in uh, over 10 grand a bottle mm, they're sort of more collectors okay. and really vintage sort right. of old stuff um but if you look around actually whenever the airports open up again uh look out for uh let's say a single um uh, single chateau or single source uh, cognac, if you can, or Armagnac. Um, uh, there's been one or two that I found at the airport in duty free. Mm. They've been pretty good value. Uh, so if you can find that, but uh, the, that was a rarity. Um, and at the moment, 
uh, airports are empty of just about everything. Yeah, that's true. The shops are not even open. Well, John, fantastic, fascinating conversation. Obviously, Ooh. everybody's really enjoyed it. You can put your mask back on it. <laughs> so, <It's rude. laughs> thanks so much for coming in and teaching us all about cognac today. Cheers. Oh, see you next time. Next yeah. time is going to be Japanese whiskeys, by the way. Oh, cool. I hope yeah. I'm on the show again next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. That was John Rhodes, our whiskey expert, talking actually about cognac. A quick